Hello, Billy Reeves here and welcome to the K-Scope Podcast 101. In this episode, new music from No Sound, White Moth, Black Butterfly, some gazpacho, details of a new release from Anathema, and of course, a reminder of the K-Scope 10-year anniversary party in London. And coming up, an exclusive interview with Bruce Sword from The Pineapple Thief, whose new album, Dissolution, is out now. Here's The Pineapple Thief then, and try as I might. Don't want you looking in. Don't want you What is wrong? 
High As I Might from The Pineapple Thief from Dissolution. Check out the Black Mirror style promo clip of that track at kscopemusic.com slash tpt. It was made by Black Tide, who also made the dramatic film for Godstick's Hard to Face. I met up with Bruce Sword recently on his way to Paris. You're going to Paris... I'm not. Yes. Why are you going to Paris today? Oh, the case scope are working me hard, aren't they? They're sending me Good. down to do press, sit in a hotel room all day and ask, answer questions about the album. But I'm not, not complaining, not moaning. You said, interestingly, on uh, podcast number 100, thanks for doing that, you used an interesting phrase. You said, uh, you know, the scene yes. is global. Yeah. So where do, where do um, the Pineapple Thief do their best business then? Because this tour takes in quite a lot of Europe. It's really hard to tell because now like you've got all this technology where you can see everybody. So you get these reports from Spotify and the streaming and, you, and also your Facebook followers. And you can see where everyone's dotted around. And uh, so we've got an awful lot. Obviously, Europe, we do really well. Germany, Netherlands, um, Paris is very good for us. And obviously the UK. But then we've got loads of fans in Mexico and America. And you can tell because people would say, well, come to play in Mexico. Well, when are you yeah. going to come and play, I don't know, you know, West Virginia? And it's uh, so, yeah, it's uh, like it, it's we're really lucky that it's not that we're not just a band that is that is uh, selling in just in the UK or in England. You know, we're, we're lucky that we could probably go to any country in the world and someone will come out. I guess America's the next place you'd like to go at great lengths. Would you? I mean, there's an American feel to this record, I think, some of it. All right, yeah. Well, I know that we're talking about it. Uh, Gavin's certainly keen to go to the States. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's a di- it's difficult for musicians because of visas. Um, yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot of hoops and a lot of money to jump through. But And also, it's a big place. But we are certainly planning to go um, in 2019 to, to go over to the States. Certainly people have been calling for us for a long time. We've, we've talked about the fact that this is the label's 10th anniversary, the 100th podcast, but I guess next year it's kind of the Pineapple Thief 20 years, isn't it? Would that be fair? That oh, God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 20, 20 years. Well, it's 1999, yeah, yeah, that I started it all those years ago. So do it with, with abducting... Well, abducting the unicorn because of my previous band, Vogue Unicorn, but it was supposed to be called Abducted at Birth. And uh, yeah, 20 years, blimey. What's changed and what stayed the same? My attitude to songwriting has pretty much stayed the same. The amount of effort that I put into it, the difference is, is that I've just learned an awful lot. You know, over the 20 years, I've learned every year, every, you, you, just, it, you just know what to do. And it was every time I f- f- approached an album, I was thinking, how can this be? How can we make it better? What, how, what can I do? And, uh, and I think the band went through sort of three phases. It started off as just me and just on my lonesome in the studio. And then we, we got the band together. And, and it's so hard to, to, to make a band work when you haven't got any money and everyone in the band is working and got families so but we kind of get got it together enough and then things we we had a third era where things sort of started to get we started to get a bit of success um and then gavin came on board and then 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 i think that's a sort of a new era for the band the 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 last sort of two three years there's a concept this time i think a narrative first and foremost how does one pronounce the title yeah well I call it dissolution 
But that's the thing. I, I, I remember talking to people about about why the title and what does it mean, and it's really quite interesting because it can have so many different meanings. Mm. Um, the, the word, and you know, the, only the, the dissolution of the church of, of Parliament, mm. and also the fact you could just look at it as a word and uh, about is it the solution or the, dis- yeah. the dissolution or the. So it's. Um, I thought it was just a nice, a nice sort of thought-provoking word. Yeah. There is a. A way now of looking at the world to wit that conundrum between being connected and speaking to each other but also being disconnected by all the disinformation that comes from that it's an overload it's absolutely an overload and I, I don't want to be too cynical because it's that mm. it does bring us together and it does that does allow us to, to to connect with people in a really really nice ways that you wouldn't be able to do normally well, but like it's just well. yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's absolutely fundamental mm. I mean that the dissolution wouldn't have happened without technology mm. without us being connected ironically so I can't really mm. slate it too much but it's just turned into something far beyond what what it was set out to do and uh, and I and certainly from my experience it's just it's caused so many problems and it has such a negative impact on people's lives that I've seen yeah. you know if you weigh it, if I weigh it up I'd say no I'd, I'd, I'd rather leave it than take it so but is there therefore it's essential for the artist to create beauty amongst all this ugliness. And I think music is the most democratic way of doing that. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah, that's Because I, I did cross my mind about how I didn't want the record to be too bleak, especially yeah. as, you know, you're well, looking at this. I think. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from sleep, from yeah. sleeve to mood, I think it's, yeah, it's gothic. Yeah, the sleeve is certainly one of mm. the darkest if not the darkest um, sort of sleeve. I, I see what you mean about the, the gothic. Yeah, but, but in a good way, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a British melancholy about it, you know, which is something I like about the 70s music that you're influenced Yeah, and I, I think that's, 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 you're saying like what's changed since the 90s, and I think that's one thing that probably hasn't changed, in that, that I have, I am unashamedly a British melancholic. That's, yeah. that's who I am, yeah.
There's a certain, there's an influence in your work, uh, a very strong influence in your work, I think, of, uh, from Stephen Wilson. Right. I think there's a strong influence in your work from the Porcupine, from Porcupine Tree, and also a strong influence in your work from his solo stuff. Would that be fair? Do, I, do you know? I don't ever consciously think that. Mm. Um, I, I've. I obviously ever since I started and this was in the mid 90s with Vogue Unicorn straight away there was Stephen Wilson Porcupine mm. Tree comparisons I mean this was back in the delirium days when he was I think it was up the down no up the downstairs yeah. time yeah. so ever since then the, 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 the direct the, the path the musical path has been similar and I think that the where we came from in terms of where our musical influences were we were in a prog scene especially in the 90s where it was it was it was uh, dominated by neo prog which was a very strange yeah. sort of sort of and, and there were very few people wanting to do what obviously now Stephen has gone on to be very successful at yeah. doing which is a more melodic um, mm. less I, I don't know how to describe the the genre really it's very difficult but I think yeah. for that reason that that the influences are bound to be um, it's bound to be comparable, yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do that. Now you're, you know, big rock star, <laughs> right? And not, and not a funny little culty figure. Let's do the whole smash hits, quickfire. Oh, no. Ready? You know my brain's not fast. Come enough, on, come on. Okay, go on, go come on. on. Right. I'll make it easy for you, Bruce. Don't <laughs> worry. We've known each other long enough. Telecaster or Stratocaster? Telecaster. Although I played Strat on the new album more than the telly. But telly, I'd have to say, if it was a desert island. Closer or unknown pleasures? Unknown pleasures. Cheese on toast or beans on toast? Oh, definitely cheese. Why? Oh, it's such a more complex and delicate. What? Complex and delicate at the same time, and it's so broad, isn't it? What kind of cheese? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. that damn, I should have said a particular cheese. <laughs> yeah. Curses! So, who's in the group this time? So really, it's a. It was a four of us. Obviously, mm. last time we had uh, Darren from Gostics, but he's, you know, he he's like me. He's a front man. He's a, he's a mm. songwriter, and so he had to concentrate on his band. Mm. He, I think don't think he could immerse himself in two bands. Mm. Um, so the four of us got got together, discussed, and then discussed what we wanted to do. We made a decision that we wanted it to be the band, the four of us. We didn't want to go. We didn't want to get things like orchestras and string sections mm. and lots of guest musicians. Um, and we wanted it to be something that we could go and take out and play live, the okay. four of us. Although we did get a guy called David Torn to do some guitars on White Mist, which was fantastic. Because I must confess, I said to the guys, I'm really stuck. I'm, I can't, this is one thing I just can't get right. And uh, Gavin says, oh, I know my old mate David Torn. I, I, I reckon he'd do it. We needed something a bit off the wall, a bit left of centre. And so he, uh, he came in with some amazing but, guitar. But yet you're separate. You know, it's, there's, there's a band feel to it. It's going to go on the road, but everything's recorded separate. How do you discipline that? And you're all literally in different towns. We are, and that's it. That's a thing, because ironically, we use all these social media tools to keep in touch. <laughs> you know, especially, I mean, we used WhatsApp. So every day we would be okay. talking and talking and talking. We'd be sharing ideas, little little MP3 snippets. How about this? What about this? And I'd, do, I'd, I'd start something. Gavin would take it and say, hey, Bruce, here's... here's here's an extension I've chopped it up did, did this rhythmic idea and I go yeah that's great and then I'd carry on so it is as close to being a having a jam in okay. a room but uh, obviously not as romantic it's not like you know the 70s where the record label would pay for you to sit in a yeah. studio yeah. for six weeks which I oh, you know I'd, lo I'd still love to do that you know and have the pressure of coming up with a hit record yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what but, are your um, hopes for it 
Do you know? Because I, 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 it's interesting to I don't know. It's interesting to say where you are. That it, are you on the verge of you know a big smash breakthrough or? As we've seen from the venues on this tour, is it just going up nice and gradually, nice and steadily? Yeah, I think it's certainly got to a point now where finally we're starting to make some money. And I think that... Make some money... Okay, sorry to interrupt, but you're making money specifically from the gigs and the merch, not helping the sales... No, the sales sales as well. It's everything. Yeah, and it does help that, obviously, the fact that we've all got our own studios, that making the record doesn't cost hundreds of thousands of pounds anymore. What's the most democratic uh, art form? You know, means of production, comrade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's the best thing about technology is now it's almost like the the paper and the pen. Anyone anyone can make music to a point for that reason it's become a lot easier and a lot easier to, to justify saying right let's let's go out let's tour let's do the next record because we know that actually finally we're actually we can we can pay us uh, uh, right. us to live none of us are really in it for the money none of us want to become millionaires but you know it's, it's a bourgeois conceit unless yeah. you're making money yeah. there's too many middle class kids that are allowed that, that time to develop and then a, a, you know, a, a given rehearsal space and unless you're making money out of it yeah you're a failure right you know it's yeah. a, there's a certain Warholian thing yeah you need to, there needs to be some sort of commercial um, uh, self-funding of it otherwise it's just an indulgence yeah and and I think in, in terms of what our hopes are for it I know I think there was there is a quiet sort of um, confidence in how the record is going to do it's and brilliant. Uh, it's brilliant it's a great record but because this, I shouldn't say this because as a musician and you you, sh, you, you sh, I don't know whether there's room for humbleness in, in the music business but I don't take anything for granted and mm. I've been listening you know I finished a record and, I, and the first thing I think is well this is terrible I don't you know yeah, this yeah. record's awful you know well, I, you've, listened I to could, more, yeah. you've listened to it more than anybody else so yeah. suddenly you start to become unconfident Absolute, about that bit yeah. and this bit yeah. so hypercritical you're giving and, your way to get off to school yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you, you are the, the, and, singing, uh, the singing we've discussed over the years I think you've become so much more confident as a, a lyricist and a singer I love the harmonies with the high pitch the fact that you're totally at the top of your register a lot yeah. of the time um, and that's very difficult to do live it is luckily John our bass player he's, he's almost got a choir boy sort of range so <laughs> he's when, such a hound <laughs> I know so uh, when so when I'm doing these parts I just know that John is going to be able to, to, so is to it pull John them do, off is it John doing the full set not on the record right. no it's me um, right. so but yeah I love I, that I the, love that the guys were saying actually that lyrically and vocally it's it's just a big step up and I think I think, so, I yeah. think obviously being a full time musician being able to dedicate, wake up in the morning and say, right, my job today is to go and write and record some music. It makes a huge difference into how much energy you can put in. So for six months, that's all I did. I just ate, slept and breathed the the, the album.
Pineapple Thief, White Mist. Before that, Far Below. Once again, the band have been joined by the erstwhile King Crimson and Porcupine Tree Sticksmith Gavin Harrison on Dissolution. Gavin has been enjoying working with the Pineapple Thief so much now that he's an official member of the band. Welcome, Gavin. White Mist was co-written by Gavin, so he's done us a playthrough video of the track at kscopemusic.com slash tpt and the pineapple thief are supporting the album with an extensive european tour which culminates in their biggest show to date at london's fabulous shepherd's bush empire on october the 6th now white moth black butterfly the band that features tesseract's daniel tompkins and sky harbour's keshav da have announced the expanded edition of their stunning album Atone. It's coming out on the 5th of October. The expanded edition features reworkings of some of the material from percussive guitarists Pat Cunningham and John Gom, and this a remix of Rising Sun.
white moth, a black butterfly, their remix of Rising Sun. A quick reminder herein that Norway's art rock behemoths Gaspacho have a new album out. There's a video of this track to be seen at kscopemusic.com slash gaz. From Soyuz, this is Emperor Bespoke.
Despacho, Emperor Bespoke, from the album Soyuz. A couple of bits of news for you. Anathema are planning on releasing an album entitled Internal Landscapes 2008 to 2018. 
2018 later this year. It's a 13-track journey through the best of Anathema's K-Scope years, curated by Daniel Kavanagh, featuring Thin Air, Untouchable, Dreaming Lights, Springfield and all your favourites. Further information, kscopemusic.com forward slash A-N-A. And in London, October the 2nd, I am hosting the K-Scope 10th anniversary party at the beautiful Union Chapel in Islington. Anathema are headlining, Paul Draper, I Am The Morning and Gleb Kolyadin are also performing. Tickets are available via the Dice app or direct from the Union Chapel. The information is available at kscopemusic.com forward slash UC. We're so excited and proud to be celebrating our first decade as a record label these past 10 years have allowed us to share and promote our favourite music which has evolved I guess over multiple genres whilst remaining fiercely adventurous thanks as ever for your support now finally for this episode 101 our friends No Sound return with a more alternative and electronic direction Their new album, Allow Yourself, is due out on October the 26th, inspired by modern sounds in popular music combined with some unsettling melodies. Now, the band have already teased the album with the video for the track Don't You Dare, and now the Echoes and Dust webzine are hosting the video for this track, Shelter. See you next time. Time to go